My Bible tells me, my Bible tells me, my Lord has gone, my Lord has gone, for me to prepare, for me to prepare, a matching grand, a matching grand, and after a while, and after a while, oh yes I know, oh yes I know, I'll wear a white robe, I'll wear a white robe, in the glory. And sing with the angels. And sing with the angel band, bright angel band, just inside the gate where love wants away. I'll wear a white robe. I'll wear a white robe in the glory. I remember seeing, um, I can't remember if it was like when I was going to, um, if I was going to officer school or if I was going to Pennsylvania, but I, w I think I was by the base in Kansas. I was driving by there and, and coming onto the base right next to me was something that was very clearly looked like a disc on a, on a covered disc on a semi. But what was more interesting about that was that in front of it was like um, civilian like Air Force van vehicles with like turret mounted with ammo box and 50 cal machine gun. There's another instance where um, where I was in a very special unique position. I had like battlefield oversight of all of Iraq. Just this position that I just happened to be in. And I know for a fact that we buried a lot of chemical precursors to chemical weapons. We had them level five contained and everything. And I know that um, there was a news report on it, so I know it's not secret anymore. But what I know from being in that room and briefing the generals is that like the, the type of security that was on there, there's no fucking way that you, it just gets out of there. It's just not any way. It's like the level five decon facility that we have in the United States. It's just a very, very sophisticated defensive system. And, and, and this stuff just disappears. I'm, I'm, I'm confident I have things in combat that just don't make sense. Like, just don't make sense. Uh, my dad is a Vietnam veteran. He also has a significant snake story, part of his combat journey. And um, he also saw UFOs as a child. The people that are doing this are the, the people that just came on naturally that are like the ones that are ready to be that's the thing you know like i said I, I ignored the whole thing for years it just scared the shit out of me but now chad asked me the other day when we were talking he's like does this even bother you anymore i was like no it, it doesn't scare me I, I apparently they, they inter I'm just like, eh, okay well there right, they are. interact <laughs> with us enough that they know that we know that they're not hurting and then as soon as you start reading about like what's going on and kind of get some context well then you're like well holy shit something bigger is going on than just no, something really big is going on. <laughs> right. They're right under our noses, and you wouldn't even know it. You yeah, could even there's... be talking to them, and you wouldn't even know it. Yeah, it's very close to you, and it's um, it wants to tell everybody that it's here, and it has a, a whole childhood experience, and it has things that are connected to the Bledsoe family in a very intimate way that are coming out. Yeah, it's 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 definitely angels, and but it's definitely like. Um, it's it's really hard to conceptualize that it's, Brad, yeah. it's, it's consciousness, it's technology, it's um it's well beyond conceptualization. But we're at a point in life where the people that have been selected 
are able to say, hey, man, not only is this thing awakening, this person has been like trained in a very specific area to do very specific things that seem to fit with these archetypes over history and time. And oh, by the way, there's science to talk about the consciousness piece. And there's going to be science to talk about the DNA piece. And I don't know where that's coming in, but it's coming in somewhere. Every few months, I'll go into like this depressive, deep funk. Mm. And it seems like every time that happens, I realize that the UFO wheels ran dry for a while. I haven't had any experiences. Everything's been quiet. But as soon as I hit that state and come out the other side, it's when I start having experiences again. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I come through this depressive state and come out the other side and I'm actually alive again, uh, yeah, that, that's something, what it, it, something happens. Yeah, it picks on these these um, people who are just who are, have the blanket of just like a lot of mental health stuff. There's a lot of traumas in their life. There may be um, stuff with their there's stuff with their sexuality or stuff from sexuality. Um, there's just a whole plethora of things that attaches to these people. Um, but they're like, their hearts are like, it's because they have the right heart and people can feel that. And so they take advantage of it in so many different ways. Yeah. And, and when you, when you get really down to it, you actually, when you understand what the grid is about and what the energy, um, the modes of transportation for the energy and where they did, where they, they, they bifurcated certain ways of, uh, proper um, making the energy go forward and you understand that it like part of it's attached to our military it really is it's it's attached in a very sick way um, I think it's just uh, so Chad Chad follows a lot of groups that I'm in with Bledsoe isn't he uh, yeah so I still have no idea who the Bledsoe's are it's like three weeks in going in and I still have no idea who these people are. I tried doing research on these guys, but I, I guess I can't spell the name right. Is it bled like bled out? Or, I mean, and then is it so like S E W, like you're sewing? Or is it so like the German sew, like S A U? But that would be Frau, Al, right? I can't, I can't, it's just such a weird name. But from what I can gather, many, many weeks down the line, is that it's some sort of a Christian-oriented take on the phenomenon, which I had never heard before. So I'm, I'm super excited to hear more about it. My my older cousin, I have an older cousin named Chad, attached to the young side of my family. My grandmother, Young, is part of the people that saw the UFOs in Oregon off of um, Highway 26 in 1952. There, it's part of that 1950s stuff that was going on. In Oregon, Chad sent me a link a while back before we decided to do the Vegas thing. Uh, McManville was having some kind of big UFO event at a bar. <laughs> yep. And then, and then when he pitched the idea, it's like apparently a big yearly fest. When he pitched Check it, I was like, eh, "Let's do Vegas." <laughs> the, the the UFO event at the big bar is at McMenamin's. Now, McMenamin's. Yep, yep, yep. That's the place. Yeah, McMenamin's. Yep. Guess guess where Tom DeLong's friends and his band from Oregon who, who own that place are. Wait, Tom wait, DeLong. wait, 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 wait. Tom DeLong owns McMinimins? No, no. Tom DeLong's, he's friends with the owners. Oh, with the there's, owners? Yeah, there's some sort of connection with Tom, because that's where we dude. went to his concert. We <laughs> talked where we dude. went to his concert. <laughs> we went to Tom DeLong's uh, Angels and Airways you concert. Know, <laughs> you know, you know when, I, when I first fell into the rabbit hole, 
See, it's straight. Um, <laughs> stumbled across Tom DeLong. I'm thinking, are you fucking Tom DeLong? <laughs> Dude, do you know that Tom DeLong's, or, it's either me- or a guitar or drummer's name is David Kennedy, and that's my father's name? Uh, you know Tom DeLong's mother, I think it was, was CIA? One of his parents. <laughs> yeah, one of DeLong's parents. <laughs> Oh, this I, fucking I made my day. I, no, I could be wrong, but I'm I'm about ninety nine percent certain that one of DeLong's parents were CA, and the other one was maybe a social worker or something. I don't remember. And then you know you got Betty and Barney Hill. <laughs> yeah, these social workers, huh? So yeah, right. I know it's like a reoccurring theme. It doesn't make sense, <laughs> dude. I'm so far down this. It's like it feels like I'm being targeted. Like yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Is it's just, <laughs> That's the thing, you know, it's so hard. Like, my wife just ignores it. That's like nothing's going on. And anytime I talk to her about it, she kind of gets edgy. And, you know, so it's hard for me to discuss things with anyone, you know, and I'm just uh, by myself, it seems. <laughs> so well, uh, I think you, uh, I, I feel like, um, I feel like you have come as a as somebody who wants to know what i have to say we, this 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 thing about us like depression like we're apparently we are so em- empathic that we're so hard on ourselves and these things are like no we got to have some compassion for these bitches because they're too hard on themselves like i don't give a shit if i have anything as long as my friends and family and those around me are taken yeah. care of yeah. you know yeah it's just always yeah. the way i've been so I believe that. I totally believe that too. Like Chad, so, he, Chad didn't me like three days, and I hit him up. You know, we were discussing doing this podcast thing, and I'm like, "Hey, do you have a microphone?" He's like, uh, "Not a good one." I was like, "I've got a razor. I'm gonna send you some of your fucking address." <laughs> I was like, "I swear, I'm not gonna scam you or come kill you or anything." You know, you barely know me, but send me your address. Yeah, yeah, he did though. Yeah, he did. There was poison in the microphone for sure. You saw the stuff about uh, NASA training um, the theologians. Yeah, theologians, right? yes, I did yeah. see that. Yeah. Okay, so then, okay, so then that's where we're at. That's that's just... you know we've we've had the Pope admit that something's there, and they're more than you know more than welcome to come to church and be baptized. <laughs> I bet the Vatican, I believe, is known for years that this is going on. Yeah, especially when we have my phone of of Christopher Bledsoe's picture being put into copernicus files with you know the taylor and pasolka you know i have these pictures and i'm like this is amazing because this is really happening there's no way that this is not happening right this is yeah something big is going down so um uh what you know i'm i'm maybe a little bit i started figuring out that my childhood experiences had something and then I started getting really weird visions and and um like I started getting this feeling that I'm supposed to post and I'm supposed to tell about myself and oh weird stuff started happening hey you care if Jacob hops on with us if he's free (laughs) yes yeah apparently apparently he's going on the other side of the funk too he had been ghost for a while and I messaged him earlier and he said he's just dealing with life yeah let me send him this link see if he wants to hop in with us Chad, I don't know. We've got to figure out. I told Chad he don't want to listen. That I believe the root of our issue is both of us trying to connect to the same account, or Chad's internet is just so shitty that he needs some internet. Right. And on that note, I would like to record an ad placement. Yeah, a little bump for for Walmart Family Mobile. It is the worst service in the universe. And it's powered by T-Mobile. 
the fucking worst carrier in the universe. So, one of the two. Uh, let's see. Let me send Jacob this message. It's, um, I have some internal um, dialogue that is unrelenting, and I have, you know, it's like there's just stuff going on. It's, it's, it's so attached to this thing, and it's so mind-blowing that it's hard for me to even talk about. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's kind of... I, I wanted to record this because I knew we'd get some good stuff out of it, but I also wanted to kind of, you know, go into stuff that Chad, he he's had a couple of experiences like getting sealed by craft and that type of stuff. That's kind of what drew him in, <clears throat> but yeah. he's not, as, he's not quite as deep as we are on the whole other side of things. You know, he just realizes something's happening, I think, or he hasn't told me the whole tale, one of the two. And after he edits this and listens, he'll, he'll come clean. So. <laughs> right. Right, so, right, right. So, you know, it's hard to, hard for me to dive into a lot of the, uh, mental aspects of the toll that you take just dealing with this stuff i was telling him the other day you know i felt like it was starting to take a toll on the marriage yeah. and he's like why so and i was like but you just don't understand what it's like i mean you, you know and if you do you're, you don't see it from my view um i don't know she just i don't know I don't know. It, just, it feels like that once you fall into this deep enough and you fall into the whole spiritual side and the whole knowing for a fact that something else is going on side, it just right. change, it changes you to those yeah. around you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, it's made me um, very abrasive to negativity. Or very oh, yeah. Abrasive. Yeah, me too. And I've always been that way, though, to some degree, but nowhere near as bad as I am now. I mean, I've even been in my house wearing earplugs when things are too loud. Um, right. I have to wear I have to wear earbuds when I go to the grocery store now, uh, or if I go into a crowded space. And if I don't, I, by the time I come out, I'm such a damn nervous wreck and on the verge of a you know anxiety attack that it's just it's insane. This is strange, yeah. And it used to not be like that. It wasn't like yeah. that it, until I fell into this. I don't know what it is. Well, I can tell you right now. <laughs> I'm just. I'm going to tell everybody that's talking to me about this right now, and I'm just going to be straight up front. Okay, there is uh, Egyptian Book of the Dead. Spell one five three is to get into the net. Spell one five three B is to get out of the net. Okay, so right. there, that's that's it straight up front. That's fucking that's vulnerability and that's also transparency. And now I'll fall down another rabbit hole later. <laughs> <laughs> and the one five three, the number one five three, when it comes to the Christian Bible, then you end up finding out that that this spell is in Matthew 21 and it's about the one, five, three fishes. And it's, and then when you figure out that, Oh my God, there's math associated with this one, five, three. And then when you, find, <laughs> when you figure out, Oh my God, what does one, five, three really mean? And when you go to the root of what the fuck it really means, then it, then it means something on a very specific date, uh, a very just, specific time, and, and it just fucking doesn't make sense. Right. The whole thing is just so mind-blowing how mathematics and shapes, especially triangles, it seems. Yeah. Uh, triangles and circles, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It just it all comes I, back around full circle. No pun intended. <laughs> it it comes all around in some weird circle. And then why do I meet all of these like signs and symbols? Why do I have like a scar on my leg? Why do I have three calyx? Why do I have um like why was why was my mother had some sort of weird experience with a man that has the same name that that. Bledsoe's talking about an angel over it. And then I know that there's a PhD here in Eugene. And it's just crazy to me. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just... an, I'm, I'm a grown, intelligent motherfucking man. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking crazy. I went, I went to fucking social work school. I became a fucking therapist and healed Rat. my goddamn Rat. self. Yeah. Right? I mean, I have a paralegal degree and self made. And now I'm around all of these people who are like super hyper intelligent and they, they are being attracted to somehow finding me and talking to me. But I, but what's more than crazy is like I'm telling people like these signs and symbols and it, I, I don't know what to say because, like, I know what they told me as a child, and it's just like I've spent my whole fucking adult life like thought I was dealing with fucking ghosts and make believe shit. And <laughs> yeah, <screaming>. no but, doubt. <laughs> but apparently, it's like fucking training for now. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's mind blowing. Like- uh, when I was a child, we lived in this old trailer while dad was building a house. It was on my grandma's property. And there was some kind of dark entity that used to torment the shit out of me and my sister. She's six years older than me. How old, Heather? How old am I? I uh, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my sister. So I, I had, I, my older sister, Heather, died. All right, well, here's, here's a fun fact, and, Ch- and Chad doesn't even know this unless he's went to doing a lot of digging because I go by Rob because, you know, my my real name, people have no clue what the fuck I'm saying or how to even spell it most of the time. But my actual name is Harlan, and oh. yeah, but I go by Rob for the sake of transparency and people knowing what the fuck's happening, so they're not going, who's this guy? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to roll Rob off the tongue. So yeah, that's yeah, my, my, my middle you. my middle name is Robert. My grandfather was Robert. My okay. dad my dad was or is Robert and you know um I was named after the banker who helped my dad get his business started uh when he was like seventeen, eighteen years old. So Yeah, that's so strange. <clears throat> And nobody, well, nobody has a clue that that name even exists. I have people all the time that I've never even heard that name before. Have you, have you, have you looked up the etymology of it and what it means? I have, but I do not even remember what it is at this point. What the hell is this light? Hold on a minute. I just see the light streak. Okay, cool. I activated yeah, Siri that. accidentally. What the hell is this? We look for a new law by the following process. First, we guess it. <laughs> then we com- Well, don't laugh. That's the really true. Then we compute the consequences of the guess. If this law that we guessed is right, we see what it would imply. And then we compare those computation results to nature. Or we say compare to experiment or experience. Or we compare it directly with observation to see if it, if it works. If it disagrees with experiment, it's wrong. In that simple statement is the key to science. It doesn't make any difference how beautiful your guess is. It doesn't make any difference how smart you are who made the guess or what his name is. If it disagrees with experiment, it's wrong. It's therefore not unscientific to take a guess, although many people who are not in science think it is. For instance, I had a conversation about flying saucers some years ago. 
So I said, I don't think there are flying saucers. So my antagonist said, is it impossible that there are flying saucers? Can you prove that it's impossible? I said, no, I can't prove it's impossible. It's just very unlikely. It is scientific only to say what's more likely and less likely and likely. To define what I mean, I finally said to him, listen, I mean that from my knowledge of the world, I think that it is much more likely that the reports of flying saucers are the results of the known irrational characteristics of terrestrial intelligence <laughs> rather than the unknown rational efforts of extraterrestrial intelligence. <laughs> it's just more likely, that's all. And it's a good guess. And we always try to guess the most likely explanation, keeping in the back of the mind the fact that if it doesn't work, then we must discuss the other possibilities. There are other phenomena, such as extrasensory perception, which cannot be explained by this known knowledge. We cannot guarantee that it's there. So if it could be demonstrated, of course, that would prove that the physics is incomplete, and therefore it's extremely interesting to physicists, whether it's right or wrong, because there's no mechanism understandable in principle from these things that would make it go. And that's the reason that there's some skepticism among scientists <laughs> with regard to those ideas. Yeah, we hit a few things that were, that were pretty remarkable in, in, the, in the, the viewing. Yeah. Um, I think there's more unremarkable stuff. And so all I was saying was like, yeah, it's exciting. And yeah, you like raise his eyebrows when you see some of the descriptors, but there's enough of it that, that's wrong or unverifiable, I should say. Uh, that I wouldn't feel great like sharing it with everyone as proof of, of how it's working because I, I really want it to work. I know you really want it to work. And that is serious confirmation bias. Confirmation bias, yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, and uh, um, I'm just really, really cautious. Record it, do whatever you want with it, but just understand it's, you know, not man, it's not compelling evidence enough for me, at least this session. It's pretty cool. It's interesting. And there's undeniable stuff, but there's also a lot of wrong stuff or unver unverifiable stuff. So earlier, the, you, that that woman, whoever, what was her name? Lori Williams. That y'all separated things into descriptors like colors, right? Some people are really good at colors. Some people are really good at time. Some people are really good at it. it. I, I feel like if you grouped all of those things together, that would be some way to verify some of this stuff. So that's what I'm going to do later today. I'm going to actually go through and, 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 but I need to know from you, if, like what those descriptors are. I mean, can you give me an idea just off the, if, from memory, if, if you can remember any, can you hear me? Oh yeah. Okay. Wait. So, so, um, so I know where you're, you're, you're looking for that piece of paper. So I can't actually hear you right now until you come back to the room, but that's okay. Just keep looking for what you're looking for. Um, and can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. Phone, so everything. Hang on. No, it's the same for every. It's for everyone. Whenever you get out to go look at a document, like it'll it'll cut you off. That's it's normal. Um, but yeah, dude, that's so crazy. Yellow is what got me. So yellow so, underlined amidst this sea of fucking stuff. The one yeah. underlined word, the thing that kept repeating in your viewing, yellow. Yellow. And for those of you who are unaware, uh, this is Carlos. This is my friend Carlos. We're childhood friends. Uh, we linked back up on Facebook, and he was telling me about his renewed interest in CRV, uh, controlled remote viewing, which if you don't know what it is, it's fucking fascinating. And you must look into it because this guy's a novice. He's never gotten into it before. He took some free online classes, and I'll, I'll list those at the end of the episode. Um, and He's, he's actually doing it now, which I I've thought about doing it. I've wanted to try it, but like it just seems so inaccessible because I remember how Putoff was teaching a course in Austin and it was like twelve hundred dollars 
for three classes. And I, I just, I asked him, I remember asking this really stupid question of Hal and he never responded to me. And that's how I knew it was a stupid question. I, I said, Hey, do you guys take the uh, Montgomery GI bill? <laughs> mm -hmm. No, no, they don't take the Montgomery GI bill. They're not an accredited university. It's just this dude teaching, you know, esoteric occultism essentially in his. In his is how is how put off actually he's teaching crv classes he was he had a an institute here the i forget what it was called um i don't want to misquote it man but the, yeah he, he he was teaching a course here he's from austin he's he's an austinite mm, yeah, um, yeah but but uh but i think the i think maybe the covid pandemic shut him down but anyway so uh we started talking about it on messenger and and i I suggested maybe giving him a target and he reluctantly agreed. And then today he sent me the results <clears throat> very professionally written up. My friend is, is I'd like to comment now that was really awesome. Um, and I'm stunned, but apparently that's like a, a theme with you. you. Like people are stunned by the results, but you as the, as the viewer think, man, I could have done better, but how could you know if you could have done better? Well, all, all I meant by that was I I'm, there were interesting aspects to it. As we were saying before, uh, there are interesting aspects to it that would blow someone's mind when they're when they're wanting to believe. Yeah. But for me, and it's it's like I said, it's 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 hair raising, it's eyebrow raising, it's like it's extremely curious and it's undeniable. But uh, it's just not enough. Like I want more. I want something concrete. And every yeah. viewing I've done so far, like like you were saying, I'm a total novice. Um, is... Wait, what were you talking about about the 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 statistics that they use? Because that really got me there. That's about as close as you can come to a fact in so, this. So one so one thing I, I I don't know if I'd mentioned to you before is like I've always heard like Edgar Casey uh, uh, or read obviously Edgar Casey say you know everybody can do what I'm doing. Um, it's an in, uh, an inherent characteristic of the human mind you can do it you can do it you always hear psychics say oh everybody can do this everybody can do it but i'd never heard anything or anyone say here's how and this is what crv is crvs is actually just like a a, a structure and apparently like i said I, I i am a total beginner so i you know i'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination but um the, apparently the structure is key and if you don't follow the structure um you might still be accurate especially if you're a natural psychic but if you're not um you might not have you have varying success um so anyway to what you were saying though as far as uh, um um what were you saying yeah so yeah so going back to the structure of it all is what, what separates crv um and i can't i can't stress enough that i'm not an expert on this but i'm just, just i'm just kind of regurgitating what i've been reading um is that it's data driven so they record everything every, uh, uh or you record everything as the viewer you get the conditions in which you're viewing your successes, uh, your your not so successes, and then once you have a, a, a you know a body of of, of of viewings, you can go back and be like, oh yeah, I suck at this thing, or I'm really good at this thing, and then that's when you can start developing your strengths, and that's where the stats come in because you say, okay, so and so is good at colors, uh, so and so is good at locations, so and so is good with with time, and uh, and once you group a, group a bunch of people who are great with colors group of a bunch of people who are great with you know x y and z then with the stats that they've already got and their success rate you can put it together and be like okay um we can't verify this target because it's off world or it's like you know a million years in the past or a million years in the future but because of the success rate of this person in this category uh and his or her uh, um colleagues we can come to a statistical conclusion that it's 
that that's probable. You know, it's it's not verifiable, but it's probable. See, that sounds suspiciously like the scientific method is being employed in this uh, supposedly arcane field here. It sounds like data has been gathered and collated and uh, guesses have been made as to the structure and, and, you know, form of this phenomenon. And it sounds like there there have been some hypotheses uh, uh, created here because that's 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 scientific. Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I was saying. It's 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 the first avenue I found into how to be psychic. I hate even using the word psychic because I know it sounds yeah, so yeah. I mean, really, but it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's apparently a natural part of our of our humanity that we are just not we're not exercising and, and, and it requires exercise. You know, it's, it's you, the Lori Williams, the woman that I, that I took the, uh, uh, the free online course, uh, uh, from, and it wasn't just me, it was a recording and, you know, whatever. But anyway, um, she, she repeatedly describes it as a martial art. Like you can be a black belt or you can like take a couple classes and move on. And, and that's all you're going to be, but you got to practice. If huh. you want, if you want to be proficient at it, you've got to practice. It's, 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 a it's a, it's an activity. It's a muscle. It's a, it's a game. And if you're, and it, it, the the ones who are really good at it, be, it, they they incorporate it into almost like a motor skill. You know what I mean? And once you reach that level, that's when you get specific because you're not even your your conscious mind is not interfering with anything. It's just like a stream of subconscious. You know? What what is it though? You said earlier something about the conscious and the subconscious uh, looking at each other. I don't. Uh, so that, you... that's my interpretation. So so what I was saying before was the the. And, and again, I'm regurgitating. Okay, this and, but right, right, a right. slight, a slight, yeah, yeah. a slight bend of uh, of my own interpretation of it from from what I'm what I'm gathering. Right. Uh, the conscious and the subconscious are are, are separate. Obviously, they, they only communicate um, uh, reflexively. You know, your your conscious mind is 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 interpreting whatever your subconscious is saying, but they're not actually communicating with each other. I, I kind of think of it as like the subconscious is just like talking to itself. The subconscious is hearing it and then reporting what it, what it hears. But right. This this way, and again, this is what I'm interpreting, is that the subconscious mind is no longer just talking randomly. The subconscious mind is being directed to the conscious mind, and it's speaking to the conscious mind. And the conscious mind is, I guess, actively listening, although it's not supposed to be like interfering, but it's listening. And then it's interpreting directly what it's being told rather than it's just like picking up a signal. You know what I mean? Right, right. So... But then, God, man, this is just so it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Um, and I'm used to this kind of thought, like as as I'm sure you are as well. Like, again, though, like I, there are people out there that just don't they either don't care because they haven't heard about it or they don't care because they don't believe or they don't care because they've been conditioned to not believe. There's so many different flavors of I don't care out there. And there's so few flavors of people who do for different reasons, you know, but me, it's, it was purely curiosity that brought me to this, but now it's just, it's hunger for knowledge. You know, like I, I never thought that this would turn into this line of questioning would turn into an actual avenue of response well yeah same here and and i think i think when you were saying people are having trouble you know believing it or whatever it's it's an unbelievable thing like i was saying before i think we were recording uh, um um i i'm i've drunk the kool-aid i firmly believe this is real not just because of laurie williams not just because of lynn buchanan not just because of, of, of how put off or whatever but the countless people that have been trained using this exact thing and are reporting the same thing now i suppose there could be just like a mass psychosis and we're all kind of kind of drunk on our own 
spirituality, but like, I don't know, that'd be pretty weird. And, but I, I do think that it's, it is hard to wrap your mind around. It's not tangible. Um, it's, so wait, let's, let's try, let's try to wrap people's minds around it. Can you describe to like a five-year-old what it is? Like literally a five-year-old kid. How would you describe to a five-year-old kid what this is, what the phenomenon is, and how they employ it in a way to make it useful to the the viewer and to the people who employ the viewer? I don't – so I don't know that I could describe that to a, a five-year-old. Um, the how about just thing, the process? Well, yeah, I know. I know, but the, the – the, the, the problem that I'm that I, as I understand it, is that kids are good at this. Kids are, are kids are like naturally good at this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but how to get them to ignore their conscious mind and zero in on their subconscious mind. I don't know that that's a concept they could grasp. I think they could naturally, and I could be wrong, but I think they could naturally do it. Um, I guess what I would say to a, a, a young person would be uh, focus on your feelings. But again, like if you're focusing on your feelings, that's very conscious. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily right. a subconscious thing. So I, I don't know. I would answer your question. I don't know how you, how you describe I have well, enough trouble I trying to describe of, it to an adult. Huh? When I think of remote viewing, I think of the CIA program that tried to turn it into a useful government tool. And they, they had a suspicion that it worked apparently because they heard that the Russians were uh, doing something similar. So they uh, got, a, a whole bunch of world-renowned psychics essentially in a room and they tried to describe their process. And through that process, they discovered uh, remote viewing, which is a system that literally anybody on the planet can, can use because it's apparently like an inherent human characteristic, right? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they, they so yeah, as, I under, as I understand it, they didn't gather a bunch of psychics. They gathered one psychic from, from what I, from what I understand. I don't know how Ingo. the relationship started. Yeah. Ingo Swan. I don't know how the relationship started, but as I understand it from Ingo Swan, he was, I don't know if he was the first person, probably not actually. I think there's like a uh, Buddhist texts and stuff where they've actually given it a tremendous amount of thought and like, even with steps on how to, how to do it. But yeah. Ingo Swan in our modern times, anyway, he mapped it out and he said, this is how you do it. And I don't know that, that, anybody in our in our in our current age has done anything like that and with the resources of of a, of a huge government and so um i don't know it just took off and it seemed like it seemed like um what does it look something you know like how, how does the how does the process look what does it look like when you're uh, when you're trying to you know actually find a, a a target and and you know describe that target to another person is it controlled i mean is it is it blind is it i mean what it can be both. It, it can be both. I've done, I've done only blind stuff. Uh, well, obviously all, all of mine is blind. Now there are also ways of, of they call it front loading or, or at least Lori Williams does where they'll give you like a little bit of information first. So, and I've ignored all that cause I just want to go in blind, but right. um, they'll say like, uh, they'll say and it's front loading. I don't know if I, it's, if I just said that, but yeah, she'll say, okay, this target is an event. And so based on that information, you, you zero in on, on that and all, but the, my, my problem with, with front loading, and like I said, as a beginner, I shouldn't be having a problem with anything. But but the, what seems to be a problem to me anyway is that when you front load, if you if you tell me okay the target's an event, right away my my conscious mind is going to be like, all right, this, there's going to be a crowd, it's going to be loud, there's the people are going to be bumbling, there's probably going to be music, you know what I mean? Like, but an event could be a, a, a public execution, you know what I mean? And, and it, who knows? It could be so many different right. things. But my my 
concept of an event will murk up my, my thoughts on the target. You know what I mean? But to answer your question, what it looks like, um, I can say that the best, uh, I, I guess, advice I accidentally stumbled across was I was YouTubing some stuff. And I forget the name of the organization, but some big international CRV organization It's called IR, IRV, I think. I'm not sure what it stands for. I think it's IRV. Um, but anyway, the, the, the president or the then president of it was, was saying how if you're imagining something crystal clear in your mind, like, OK, it's a swimming pool. Oh, there's sun shining, glinting off the pool. Uh, the water's warm. It's probably your conscious mind describing an image in your head. You know what I mean? Like what you got to what you got to do is, is grab the stuff that pops out of the mist. And that's the stuff that's subconscious. And you just, and, and oh, and the, the most important thing is you never name the moment you name something, that's what you're describing. So I say, okay, there's okay, there's water, ah, it's a pool, and now I'm just describing a pool, you know what I mean? Where right. the, the water could have been a, 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 a glass of wine, you know what I mean? It doesn't right. have to be, right. it doesn't have to be H2O. Um, so See, anyway, you, you say right. you say blue liquid, red liquid, uh, something like that, right? Rather than or, say, no, 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 not even because liquid is a noun, you're naming it. It might not be a liquid. It could be a gas, you know what I mean? Or it could be right. ice or whatever. Describe it then. Um, but anyway, so the, the, the point in, in, on the document I sent was a left-handed, a le- on the left side, it were adjectives. And that's all you're supposed right. to do is describe. You're supposed to describe the target, not name it. Once you name it, you've screwed up. Or you've potentially screwed up. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, that would be like a, a, a form of end loading, I guess, is, is the best way to describe that. Your front loading is you're giving, uh, you know, vague ramps but but a, an end loading would be like an actual closure to the story yeah, because that's how we finish stories off as we, we yes, describe I think them there, completely. I think there is an actual unloading definition in, in at least laurie williams's thing and she also really? has a, a middle loading i forget what, the, what they're both called is she really yeah yeah and i don't know oh, wow. i think that's more of like a guiding thing but like like i said yeah. like you can like her class is like over a thousand dollars too so i haven't gone there i just i've taken the free one uh, and then I'd use all her free resources, not all her free resources, but a lot of them on, on her website. I just end up back at her website. Like I have questions and I'm like, I'm going to find a different source, kind of mix it up and get different information and everything that I have questions about, she's got on her, on her site so far. So, so, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, I, I, well, no one would know. I don't know why I just said that, but, uh, Carlos asked me for, um, uh, a target, a coordinates. I wrote those coordinates on a piece of, uh, uh, cardboard stock. And then I folded that cardboard stock in half and I took a picture of the folded paper. He could not see what was inside. In fact, my arm was covering up the area that was on the inside in case, you know, I don't know. I, it, there's no way he could see what was on the inside. You and mean, he's, you mean the picture. Even, I saw the numbers, yeah. but you mean the picture. Yeah, well, the number. Yeah, I'm talking about the coordinates themselves. And and he goes, but I don't even want the coordinates. What I'd like for you to do is is and it doesn't even really matter what numbers you use, but just Whenever you give me six numbers associated in your mind with those coordinates and 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 then show me those six numbers. Uh, and, and that's what I did. So it was double blind in a, in a way. I mean, like the, the original coordinates were hidden from him and um, the uh, he, he went a step further and obfuscated those even more by having me uh, send him six totally unrelated numbers so that there's no way he could have known any of this, which makes me think, is this a, 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 a phenomenon where you're looking into my mind? Is it a phenomenon where I, I just, there's so many questions I have, dude, because the, the results to me were astounding. And, and you, have you, have there been any situations where you haven't had an, an astounded, you know, 
person, you know, somebody who oh, gave you well, a I haven't. So I've only, the only, the only people that have I've viewed for were my wife and you. And yeah. with you, you're the first person outside of my home. So it, like, like you said, we, we, we're old friends. So it's not like, it's yeah. not like this is a patronage or anything like that. And, um, and it's not like I gave you a swimming pool either. I gave you the surface of Venus, right? Because yeah. I, I was fucking out to get it, dude. <laughs> and I knew that. I knew that. And, we, and by the way, Chad, that was causing me extreme anxiety. I'm like, man, Chad's going to pick some intricate machine on, on, you know, in the Pentagon somewhere. And there's no chance that I'm going to be able to describe it or, or verify it for that matter. No, I mean, I, I, I knew exactly where I was in. I was going to go to a fucking the planetary system. And I, I took <laughs> the surface of Venus right where the fucking uh, 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 the Veneris or whatever it was called, the the lander touchdown and mm-hmm. and it was you know i was also kind of interspersed at the time with hold, with on, where... hold on hold on one second right there chad because yeah, yeah you just you just told me something that i didn't know about I, I just didn't think about it but you you said the photo was from the lander i don't know why i didn't think about it. that photo was from a lander like the lander took the picture of it right yeah of course yeah so so there was a man-made thing and i said yeah for man-made, I said a whole lot of stuff, and and it yeah, was mechanical, it was moving, it was jointed, it was articulated, it yeah, was humming, and, it was loud, and I had I yeah. just missed all that because I didn't even it didn't even occur to me that there was a, a machine on the planet of Venus. That's and that, also that's, that's fucking wild, bro. Yeah, and in the original picture that I was studying, looking at this place, it had the lander in the image. Like oh, had send the, me the picture. Send me that picture because that's I'll send you that picture because all that all that compiles to to whatever whatever target you sent me. All your research, as I understand it, I mean, I could be totally wrong. Well, I, I here's I another so. thing. This is a fact. The, the the lander only lasted on the surface because of the extreme temperatures and crushing atmosphere for like eight minutes. And then it imploded <laughs> and, and went up into a fiery cataclysm. But huh. like, apparently, that's like a big deal with those things. Like that was like eight minutes. Wow, we did so great. Like the first one didn't even make it down to the surface. Like it incinerated, like pure metal incinerated. It was crazy. Well, and, and, the, and, goes, and, and the, the so the water aspect of it, too, I said I said it was lubricating. It was cooling. Um, I wonder if any of that has to do with with whatever whatever inner workings. I, I mean, that's probably verifiable. If we, if we oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they they, they pumped. I'm sure some sort of a, and it just came out from from space, you know. So it's it's already like vacuum temperature, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they had like a whole mechanism in there. Um, so, so yeah, so, to... let me interrupt you real quick. Like right now, I, you, you're, you're we're recording as as I'm like uh, uh, being told new information. So what? people might be hearing um also are are two people making stretches like oh wait, 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 we said it's mechanical blah 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 and that's that could absolutely be true like it's 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 fanciful to 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 make connections that aren't necessarily there um so i'm really careful not to do that it just popped in my head like oh yeah of course there's a lander there and that's mechanical that's man-made and i hadn't thought of it before i just thought the man-made aspect was wrong but it's not right, but it would be true. it would be fanciful if there wasn't a limited pool of data to draw fancy from and there is a very limited pool of data four pages that only have adjectives on the right hand side and on the left hand side too or just the right hand and left hand no, side no the right hand side were just random nouns that popped in my head that i was trying to shake out Right. Okay. So the left side is going to just the left side of four pages, the left column of four pages has adjectives written down. And there's a very limited, I mean, and they're grouped together in ways that are describing specific things. So you probably have, you know, a, a, a couple dozen descriptors, like real descriptors. Mm-hmm. So 
to say that it's fanciful, yeah, I mean, I guess, but but we're we're using words that you wrote down. And what was the one word you underlined? Yellow. Well, no, I underlined a couple, but there were the, the one word that I got was yellow, which is exactly yeah. what the picture is. But that's what the picture is. All I yellow. Also underlined mechanical a lot. I, I underlined mechanical uh, twice, and then metallic twice, and square. Uh, yeah, that's once. the lander. Yeah, or I guess that would be the lander. That's fucking. Oh, what wild. shape is the lander? Do you know? Because I wrote it. Yeah, I have like something pretty specific with with. No, uh, yeah, the Veneris. I can't remember exactly what it looked like. I'll, I'll look yeah. it up when we get off of this call, and I'll send you a picture. You can look it up too. It's, yeah, it's I, the I'll, Veneris. I'll, I'll, well, well, yeah, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I can't remember if it's the Veneris one or the Veneris two. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was a it was a Russian craft actually that 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 got there first. Well, was it NASA? I can't remember. Um, I knew at one point in my life somewhere. Anyway, but, it's in that. It's in that. The, the the there's probably photo credit in that in that photo you sent me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna but, get on Wikipedia immediately after this and start checking it out. But damn, yeah, dude. but yellow, yellow is. I mean, that was it was very distinct. I and mean, then when I saw the picture, I'm like, that's the first thing that pops. Is is how is how like kind of yellow, yellow the whole the whole the whole. Thing. And then you say rotten, and and that's the first thing that they use to describe the smell on what it would smell like in Venus. Is is that huh. it's rotten? Said, said rotten. Where'd you get rotten? I don't think I wrote rotten. Or did you say rotten? Yeah, I thought you said rotten, dude. Where where is it? You said rotten. I might have said rotating. Let me see. No, no, no. It was it was rotten. I don't think I wrote rotten, Chad. Let me see. What page was it? Do you know? Second page, I think. Let's have a look see. Maybe second, third, or fourth. Yeah, no, I don't see rotten anywhere, but yeah, I, I think maybe rotating. I don't know what else it could have been. Rotating? I don't know. I mean, I think Anyway, I didn't. I, I didn't focus on. I did sounds, but I didn't focus on smells. And of course, we can't verify the sounds at all. Because so anyway, so it's just I, it's everything that I saw. With I, I guess the exception of maybe perhaps we're on a fifty-fifty here. Rotten. <laughs> I, I, I feel. I feel pretty strong. I didn't say rotten. I, I think my handwriting is very childish. So maybe oh yeah, well, I have. I have worse handwriting than you, right? I'm telling you. I, I'm, I focus so little on form now and, yeah, and so much on function. It's, it's so hard for me to care about shit like that. I'm so glad that they stopped teaching cursive in schools. You know, like maybe that'll make like fewer of us look like fools, you know, when we're in that, those formative years, you know, no uh, more cursive. they're just going to start teaching emojis. I had a, I had a friend who, uh, her name's, um, uh, Jessica. And she said, um, she said in, in Mexico, that's where she's from. She's from Monterey. She goes, she goes in Mexico, they teach us all how to do the same cursive and it's the same in every single classroom in every single school in Mexico, every single school, every single class, every single person writes cursive the exact same way. And she goes, except for Hector, Hector was a total fuck up. She just kept going on about this dude, Hector. I don't know why that made me think of Hector, but I hope he's okay. No cursive didn't ruin his life. <laughs> yeah. Poor Hector, dude. All right, well, let's 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 call it a quiz for here. We're at thirty minutes, and that's about my my editing limit. But uh, can I? Can you give me like fifteen minutes? And can I can I uh, uh, um, message you? I, I want to talk more about this. Oh yeah, sure, man. And you can you can use whatever you want in this recording. Just you know, understand. I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to be you're going to edit this part out, but understand that like. You know, I don't want you to lose credibility based on a novice's, a very apologetic novice, constantly, constantly qualifying his answers, because that's what I've been doing, you know? I, I appreciate you, man. I have no credibility. Any credibility <laughs> I 
bad. Trust me, is long gone. So yeah. don't worry about that. I'm never going to ever lose credibility at, at someone else's uh, behest. It's not. It's never going to happen. <laughs> but it's a cool thing. I mean, it's worth it's worth putting out there at the very least if people who are you know maybe more inclined to believing or or to have had a psychic experience to maybe go and, and hone their hone their abilities that they didn't they didn't realize was ever possible right i agree but don't take it from me don't take my word for it take it from carlos's carlos has credibility i have none i have no credibility left i promise <laughs> i wouldn't take uh, it from but... you either. i'm still learning though, anyway. <laughs> all right man um uh it's good hearing from you man really truly i'm, I'm glad you're happy and healthy uh, it's it's been a really rough couple of years dude for everybody yeah it's been hard yeah but yeah. but you know what if if uh if we can do it, everybody can. And if everybody can do it, we can. So let's just let's keep that on our shoulders and move forward. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to have a video chat at some point. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Maybe tonight. Yeah. Huh? Maybe tonight. Depending on the night. Yeah, I got my my evening activities that. Uh, that uh, punk rock. Yeah. Punk cool. rock. Punk rock. Exactly. All right. I'll holler at you. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.